preparations in parts of the Philippines underway as Typhoon Roli maintains its strength while moving toward the Bicol region. Signal number three is now up in Catanduanes ahead of the landfall. COVID-19 cases in the United States breach the 9 million mark. And the powerful quake that struck Turkey and Greece leaves at least 22 people dead and nearly 800 others injured. Good afternoon, I'm Rain Musni. Dayline Philippines weekend begins right now. Typhoon Roli on track to become a super typhoon as it moves closer toward the Bicol region. Catanduanes has been placed under signal number three, while northern Samar and more areas in Luzon are now under signal number two. Rizal, Batangas and Metro Manila are among those under signal number one in Luzon, along with Biliran province in Visayas. Typhoon Roli was last spotted 480 kilometers east-northeast of Viracatanduanes, packing winds of 215 kilometers per hour and gustiness of up to 265 kilometers per hour. If its maximum sustained winds exceed 220 kilometers per hour, it would be classified as a super typhoon. Raleigh is expected to make landfall in Quezon on Sunday evening and exit the mainland Luzon landmass by Monday morning. Aside from Raleigh, Pagasa is also monitoring tropical storm Atsani, which was last spotted some 1,800 kilometers east of Visayas. It may enter the Philippines on Sunday, but it is less likely to bring severe weather conditions. It will be called Shoni once it enters the country. The Philippines Disaster Agency advises residents living along the path of Typhoon Roli to stay indoors or heed evacuation orders as the storm approaches land. The National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council warns against underestimating the impact of the typhoon, which is forecast to bring destructive winds and torrential rains. The Japan Meteorological Agency even classified Roli as a violent typhoon, the highest in its classification of tropical cyclones. If you're outside and you're exposed to this wind, the force of the wind can actually carry you away mm -hmm. or even unclose you. And this is very dangerous because other than that, the wind is capable of breaking trees, breaking houses is made of light materials. Preemptive evacuation is really key to ensure that the population will remain safe during the passage of the storm. The NDR RMC assures the public there's enough funds to deal with the impact of Typhoon Roli. The agency spokesperson says the government still has around 800 million pesos worth of standby funds, as well as relief packs and non-food items. It has also made sure COVID-19 protocols are in place in evacuation centers. Part of the adjustments that we've made is the inclusion of COVID-19 protection measures for both the responders and the local government personnel, as well as the evacuees. Meaning to say all evacuees before leaving their houses should be wearing their face masks, face shields, yeah. and the observance of physical distancing during the transport, as well as during the stay in the evacuation centers. If there is an evacuee displaying symptoms of respiratory disease, or fever, these particular evacuees will not be brought to the evacuation centers, but to the designated quarantine facilities in their municipalities.
Many provinces still reeling from the damage caused by Typhoon Quinta last week are preparing again for Rolly's onslaught. In Quezon province, Governor Danilo Suarez says authorities are ready to deploy search and rescue teams to northern Luzon or northern Quezon, where Rolly is expected to hit the hardest. There will also be a fishing ban starting Saturday in the town of Real. Preemptive evacuations in villages there will be conducted. Pakaiba ngayon dahil syempre pandemic din po bukod sa bagyo. Kung super typhoon ito, hindi naman pwedeng magsiksikan yung mga tao sa isang sa dating bilang. Rolly may trigger a storm surge in some areas. That is why authorities in Oriental Mindoro are not letting their guard down. Andiyan yung information education, pagbibigay babala sa ating mga kababayan. Maghanda at uh, yung lalo na sa mga coastal areas. Local government units in Metro Manila are also not taking any chances. Valenzuela City issued an order to stop all ongoing construction as well as roll down billboards. In Manila, rescue boats are on standby in the event of flash floods. The capital city has also started taking down tents and billboards. Among those removed were tents used as drive-in COVID-19 testing sites located at the Carino Grandstand and those by village officials at coronavirus checkpoints. The Philippine Coast Guard suspends sea trips of all types of vessels in various ports in preparation for Typhoon Rolly. PCG spokesperson Commodore Armand Balilo says trips have been canceled in Bicol and northern Samar since Friday night. Trips in the ports of Batangas, Mindoro, Lucena and Manila have also been suspended Saturday morning. Due to the suspension of sea trips, there are now passengers stranded in some ports, particularly Batangas. Sa Batangas, meron tayong pinababa kanina sa dalawang barko na inabutan ng ating suspension. Mga 58 po yung mga tao na sa Batangas ngayon. The United States reaches yet another grim milestone on Friday, surpassing 9 million coronavirus cases. The country's death toll, meanwhile, is close to 230,000. A record surge of COVID-19 cases in the U.S. is pushing hospitals to the brink of capacity and killing up to 1,000 people a day. Amid the worsening situation in the U.S., President Donald Trump claims a COVID-19 vaccine is coming. There will be no school, no graduations, no weddings, no Thanksgiving, no Christmas, no Fourth of July, no Easter, no nothing. There will be no future for America's youth. Under my plan, we will deliver a safe vaccine to the American people in just a matter of weeks, and it will be something that will be very, very special. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, meanwhile, accuses Trump of giving up in the fight against the pandemic. He also defends the health care workers after Trump said that doctors are somehow incentivized to drive up the death count. The president of the United States is accusing the medical profession of making up COVID deaths so they make more money. Doctors and nurses go to work every day to save lives. They do their jobs. 
Donald Trump should start to stop attacking them and do his job. The two candidates made stops in Midwestern battleground states on Friday as they enter the critical and final stretch of their campaign. The Republican president is still trailing Biden in national opinion polls. As more countries ease travel restrictions, the World Health Organization emphasizes the need to strengthen COVID-19 testing capacity. The chair of the WHO's emergency committee says tests to detect coronavirus must be more widely used in international travel than quarantines. And clearly the use of the tests is certainly now uh, supposed to have a much larger place compared to quarantine, for example, which would certainly facilitate things considering all the efforts which have been made by airlines and by uh, airports. But of course, considering what the country can do on the side of the, the traveler, which is, uh, I would say, from the starting point to the, to the arrival point. Worldwide, COVID-19 infections hit 45 million with 1.1 million deaths and nearly 29.6 million recoveries. The WHO reiterated calls for governments to work together to defeat the virus. Back here at home, the Philippine Health Department confirms over 2,000 new infections. This brings the country's total to nearly 379,000. According to the DOH, majority of the new cases occurred in the last two days. The Okta Research Group says COVID-19 cases are expected to rise further in the weeks to come due to loosened public transport restrictions. To prevent a big uptick in cases, the Philippine government has decided to keep Metro Manila and several other areas under general community quarantine next month. Nasa pinal na rin po ang ating mga quarantine classifications matapos po ang takdang panahon na ibinigay sa mga lokal na pamalaan upang mag-apila. Ang uh, iba't ibang lugar pa po ng Pilipinas na hindi napanggit ay mapapasailalim sa MGCQ. Ibig sabihin po nito, wala pong nagbago doon sa naanunsyo na quarantine guidelines. In other news, a death toll from the powerful quake that rocked Turkey and Greece rises to 22. At least 20 have died in the Turkish province of Izmir, while two other fatalities were recorded in the Greek islands of Samos. Nearly 800 people were hurt. The magnitude 7 quake struck the Aegean Sea Friday, sending over a dozen buildings crashing down and triggering tidal waves. Emergency responders now racing against time to rescue more survivors. Turkey, crisscrossed by major fault lines, is among the most earthquake-prone countries in the world. The leaders of Turkey and Greece vow to support each other as they recover from the disaster. There are no immediate reports of Filipino casualties in the deadly earthquake in Turkey. That's according to Philippine Ambassador Raul Hernandez, who said his team is in touch with the consul office and Filipino community leaders in Turkey. Hernandez and his team were in the coastal province of Izmir for a consular mission when the quake hit. The Philippine military foils a bombing attempt in the southern province of Sulu. The Joint Task Force Sulu says a concerned netizen reported an improvised explosive device in the capital, Holo. The IED, which was sealed in coconut leaves, was found near a barangay road, potentially hurting civilians within a 20-meter radius. 
The bomb is believed to have been made by Mundi Sawadjaan, a member of the local terrorist group Abu Sayyaf. Sawadjaan is also suspected to be the mastermind behind the deadly cathedral bombing in Holo last year. Earlier this month, an Indonesian tagged as a suicide bomber and the wives of two Abu Sayyaf members were arrested as Philippine forces intensified their crackdown on the terrorist group. The Bangsamoro government launches its own program for rebuilding war-torn Marawi City as the national government fails to make headway. It's been three years since terrorists ravaged the city, but most of it remains in rubble while displaced residents are still in shelters. Attorney Nagib Sinarimbo, the Bangsamoro government's interior and local minister, says there's a lack of coordination between the regional and national governments as both entities work to rehabilitate the city. It's a supplement to the national uh, task force Bangun Marawi's plan. Mm -hmm. We don't want to duplicate the plan of the task force because that would be a waste of resources. So we will just try to address the gaps identified in the special committee report. Under the program, 500 million pesos has been allocated to address the immediate needs of Marawi residents, including building some 1,000 houses within the year. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musni. Thank you so much for joining us and keep it here on ANC.